TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here. On TuneIn, go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. After investing billions to light up our network, T-Mobile is America's largest 5G network. Plus, right now, you can switch, keep your phone, and we'll pay it off up to $800. See how you can save on every plan versus Verizon and AT&T at T-Mobile.com slash across America. Up to four lines via virtual prepaid card. Allowed 15 days. Qualifying unlocked device credit service ported 90 plus days with device and eligible carrier and timely redemption required. Card has no cash access and expires in six months. Be Mitch Finley, 1067 The Fan. Brought to you by Rude HVAC Equipment. Head over to Rude.com. Find a contractor near you and available tax credits and rebates. Don't you forget, 1067 The Fan versus Team 980 live next Friday. Mm. Eight days from now. It's going to be fun. Yeah. Uh, Get tickets at BethesdaTheater.com, and it's presented by Main Street Bank. Right now, time to talk to our guy, Mr. Chris Miles, NBA TV. You see him all the time if you follow the association. Baby face. Live from Atlanta. What's up, Chris? How are you, buddy? I'm doing great, unlike some head coaches around the NBA. I'll tell you that much. <laughs> uh, uh, certainly. Before we get into the Wizards, what the what the hell really happened in Milwaukee? Because Doc comes in, he's the guy's mentor. All of a sudden, he's out and Doc is in. Yeah, Doc just pushed well, him out. That's what happened. I don't know about this mentor stuff, right? Because <laughs> um, <laughs> I think he was bouncing Doc ideas. Up, he was bouncing ideas off of Doc, and then he's out and Doc is in. I just don't understand that. Allegedly bouncing the idea of like, hey, do you want to come take this job? Because I got some stuff going on. Um, I, I'll jokes aside. I don't. Um, there's something with Adrian Griffin that I can't joke about, right? That huh? so I think if it ever becomes public, I think everyone will understand the Milwaukee Bucks wanting to separate from that situation. Oh, okay. um, it, yeah, yeah. That it's 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 um it's too serious to make light of, right? Wow. But it does involve Adrian Griffin's family, and I wish them all the best. And I hope some of the things that um, I've heard are not true. That is where I will start that. Um, I will leave it there, and I will text you guys after the show so I do not get in trouble. Okay. But uh, I think everything points to that more than huh. records. Right. Uh, after listening to what the GM, John Horse, said, um, I, I just think that as a head coach, you're a leader, and once some things uh, you know, come out, I think it's hard to be a leader of men uh, once they hear something like that. All right. Um, all right, so we'll move off of that. We'll, yes. we'll move to what's going on in Washington um, the Wiz announced this morning that they are moving Wes Unsell to a front office role away from his head coaching role. They're promoting a dude named Brian Keefe, K-E-E-F-E. Uh, what do we need to know here, Chris? I mean, there's seven and 36. You know, making a move isn't unfounded. i tell you this much. For the first time in, like, maybe six years, I love what the Wizards are doing. Uh-huh. Um, I think the kind of guys they're bringing in, I mean, Marvin Bagley is a guy that, you know, has kind of roamed around the league averaging 14 and 6. He hasn't been, you know, when you're selected second overall, Luka Doncic goes after you. People are like, oh, you're a bust because you're not Luka. Um, 
but I think he's one of those guys that has bounced around a little bit and flown under the radar as like, oh, he's mediocre. But in his first couple of games with the Wizards, he looks better than that. Finally getting an opportunity to showcase his skill set a little bit. Um, I've been told he cares a lot about numbers, right, as opposed to winning. Hopefully that is something that doesn't, like, follow him with Washington. But as far as what Winger and that front office is doing, I really like the decisions that have been made so far. Like, go all the way down to the bottom, draft guys like Koulibaly, uh, go get some guys who are younger that can potentially become stars as opposed to, you know, drafting guys who are never going to be that. Um, you know, I just wish they did it a year earlier, right, so there was a Victor Wimanyama chance in there. Mm-hmm. But if you look at the draft, not this year, but the next two years, uh, it's star-loaded. Uh, I can give you names throughout, like, that I've just seen kids where I'm like, man, if you if you have multiple picks in the 2025 and the 2026 draft, uh, you're likely to get a star to lead you uh, to your next generation. And I think, my, I think Winger knows that. I think uh, as a group they know that. And when you switch to head coach, it's like, man, Wes Unsell Jr. just didn't seem like he was a good head coach, right? Uh-huh. Uh, but you keep him within a family. His dad's a legend. And I, I love that move all around for those reasons. How long do you think it's going to take this group to be able to? You're talking about 2026. <laughs> I, mean, yeah. I, I mean, I understand all the talk about how good. It took the 76ers a while. Yeah, did this they... is year one, guys. I yeah. understand that. But, you know, it, it's year one on the on the back of multiple years of mediocrity. And it's hard to so just totally I... believe yeah. it. Yeah, so this is the point, right? And that's what, like, you almost got to erase that from your memory and look like, all right, when did Winger take over, right? Like, when did he step in? That's day one. That's how you got to view it. All that stuff that happened. So we're like ten months, years. nine months. So I got to give Winger what I'm era. giving the, the commander. It's kind of seems yeah, similar, okay. dude. Like Winger right, took work over on it. last July. Winger took over, and Josh Harris took over. Yeah, and I'm trying to tell you that you know me. I was doomsday with this group. I'm like, what are they doing? And look what happened with the Bradley Beal trade. I mean, you heard me for years. Like, you got to move him while you can get, you know, six, seven, eight draft picks. You could have had, you could have had what the Thunder have now. Huh. If you move Bradley Beal in 2020 or 2021, the Thunder are in first place in the more difficult conference because they traded Paul George at the peak of his abilities, got a superstar in SGA who is now a top five player in this league right, which you could have 100% gotten at any point for Brad. You could have get, gotten a kid who could develop into that. And then they had all of these draft picks, and now they drafted Chet Holmgren and Jalen Williams. What I'm saying is the Wizards finally seem to be playing that game where it's like, okay, Koulibaly is an NBA, he's an NBA player. Is he a star? I don't know, right? But you got somebody that's better than the kids you've been drafting in the past decade or so. Mm-hmm. Um and you, you went and got Marvin Bagley, a young guy that's looking to prove himself that can put numbers on the board. You got to go find that star, whether it's in the draft or whether it's making a savvy move for the move for the next SGA. And then you're cooking with fish grease. Mm. All right. Um, dude, Miles, I got to be totally honest with you. I did not expect you to tell me this is all good news. And I'm, you, <laughs> I am optimistic. Like I, I said to be earlier, like for me, I watch the NBA I enjoy good games. Like I really enjoyed the uh, the Celtics Nuggets game the other night. I watched the Wiz, but it's been it's a tough watch this year. Let's be real. Um, but like you, David Aldridge, like there are people I turn to for my truth about the association, and you always have told the truth about the Wiz and, <laughs> all the time. And so you've got me encouraged, but I, I can't help. It's a rebuild. This dude is 
Wes Unseld, you said it. He's a legend with this team. His father's jersey's hanging up in the rafters. Why make this move now? Again, when when you say why make this move now, um, I, I'm not around. The, I'm not in the locker room every day, right? Um, yeah, sure. But I will say, when you have a young team, voices get old faster, right? Like. Whatever he's preaching, they're not picking up on, and it's good to see that the Wizards aren't waiting around. That's where I, that's the way I see it. It's like, man, th- we were making fun of the Wizards' late-game execution last year, and that's what I'm saying. We're not doing that anymore. On our show on NBA TV, there was one at one point last year where we're sitting there going through games. We stopped going through games like, what are they doing? They're not defending the inbounds pass. Then Bradley Beal cuts, and they throw it to a guy who's triple teamed, and we spent 10 to 15 minutes on the court demonstrating how putrid the Wizards' late-game execution was, Mm -hmm. right? This season, as bad as their record is, we're not doing that. You know what I mean? It's like their record is bad, but they're just young and growing, and you see Denny Avdia starting to show signs of like, man, this dude could put up numbers. Like, if you put him on, he can defend and he can put up numbers. He's a tremendous glue guy if you have a star. Bilal Koulibaly, athletic. And bo- so I think you got to find the coach, the, the next Taylor Jenkins, like they, they have in Memphis. I don't know if you've known this, but Memphis losing John Morant. They've lost six players, right? And they're 11-8 and eight in their last 19 games. They compete mm. every single night. The Wizards got to find that coach, Chris Finch in Minnesota, right? They got to find the guy – that the players are like, you know what, coach is right. Mm-hmm. Coach is right. I don't think I don't think Wes Unsell Jr. Uh, was that guy from what we saw. They have to be buying what he's selling or you're wasting your time, as I always say. Yeah, I, okay. Um, well, dude, let's zoom out a little and just talk about the, the league as a whole. You've got, like, I think kind of folks that don't watch that much will be kind of surprised <laughs> when they look at the standings. The East is kind of what you'd expect, the Celtics, Bucks, Sixers. Um, but the West, man, the Thunder and the Timberwolves are kind of going back and forth for first place out West. The Nuggets are in third. But, like, the traditional powers that people think uh, of. powers anymore. I mean, the Warriors are would – that, would that even be the, the playing? It, it, I mean, they're the 12 seed right now. The Lakers are certainly playing because they're the nine. Um, what's going on with Golden State? Well, it, it's – first of all, you hit the nail on the head. This is a new – We've had, like, three errors clash, right? And part of it is the Braun, KD, Steph error was supposed to give it up three or four years ago, and they didn't, right? <laughs> so, like, LeBron got one in 2020, but really, Bubble doesn't really count. Giannis Bubble is, does not count. Hey, they won one, and then Steph won one after, right? <laughs> that would count. the teams that were supposed to be finished. They were supposed to be finished, right? So you go, hold on. This is the Joker and beat Giannis era. That's what we're in. And it's hard to, like, see it because of Kevin Durant and LeBron and Steph being around. Their era has passed. That was, like, the end of the era, and KD's trying to get one at 35 years old, right? Mm -hmm. But now what you're seeing is that that young crop, the uh, John Morant before he got hurt and had the -the off-the-court issues, it's John Morant, Anthony Edwards, Shea Gilgis-Alexander, Victor Wimbanyama's coming, right, Chet Holmgren. That's going to be the next group. And it's crazy because it's such an international crop that we've kind of overlooked it as, like, American fans. But internationally, I mean, these guys are super-duper stars as teenagers. Mm-hmm. And it's really that era on the come-up. 
And this is the first year we're seeing it in the standings. That's what it is. Mm, okay. Yeah, I, I, I got you there. Um, what do you make of Phoenix? How, what's Brad up to out there? Obviously, Durant is there. Like, who could be the surprises if you look at this? Because I, it was wild. I went skiing last weekend with my college roommate, right? And I ended up on the chairlift with his son, and we were just talking, and he loves the NBA. And I asked him his favorite player. This is a 12-year-old kid, I want to say. Mm-hmm. And he said, <laughs> uh, Shay. And I was like, wow. Like, yeah. like that young people Duke are. Ball. Right. And he's, he's great. But, like, I don't think a lot of non-NBA fans have even heard of SGA, honestly. Um, maybe this playoff season will be his coming out party, but it, there is some changing of the guard happening. It feels like. Well, yeah. I mean, you look at the in season tournament and what Tyrese Halliburton did. He's your leading all star vote getter for guards, right? And only basketball people knew who this dude was before the in season tournament, right? Jeff has so, been on Halliburton. I give Jeff credit. He has been. Je- our, our our producer Jeff has been a big Halliburton guy, so he knew about him before the in season. Well, see, that's the thing. Basketball people, in this sense, when he was coming into that draft, he slipped to, you know, whatever it was, 12, 13, 14, and like the late lottery. But he should have been taken seven at the latest by the Detroit Pistons. I mean, you go look at that draft, and it was like, oh, this kid has the most skills, but they're saying he's a bit slow and has a weird shot. You don't take, you don't draft Killian Hayes over him, right? Like, that's where he should have gone. I almost don't um, want to every- ask this. Did, did the Wiz take somebody else instead of him? <laughs> Isn't that the year they took Denny Avia? Oh man, I'm pretty. I'm pretty sure. I mean, I you know, it's year after year. I'll look, after I'll look it up. Draft. I'll look it up. But uh, if you go look it up, I am almost certain that's the year they took Denny Avia. You are correct. Oh my lord! The Wiz took Denny Avia ninth. Tyrese Halliburton went twelve. Yeah, and the problem with that is um, again. I think Denny's a really good NBA player. Um, the Wizards were in this where Bradley Beal's our guy and he's handling the ball. I'm like, you didn't move on from that. That was the time that if you move – so think about this, what you just presented to me. That draft, you 100% knew it really wasn't working to win a championship with Bradley Beal. You can win some games. Yeah. You're not going to win a championship. If you trade him then, you get into the Victor Wimbanyama sweepstakes – you have Tyrese Halliburton, right? Because we knew Wimby was coming. This was no secret. Uh, kind of how, like, the Wizards know Cooper Flag and uh, Cam Boozer and all those kids are coming in the next two or three is years. Is that Carlos like, Boozer's they, son? Yeah, you know, Boozer's my guy. How and, old uh, does I've that make you feel, B? <laughs> Very. I mean, I, Carlos hey. Boozer was in college the same time well, I was. I, I got those sons playing in the league right now in the NFL, and that makes me feel old as hell. <laughs> and the other dude's yeah. a white guy, right? Like, from Maine or something? Yeah, so Cooper classed up. He's going to be in the draft before that. And then there's Ace Bailey. I, I mean, there are so many kids, you know, Zach Richard say that, like, Ace Bailey's a cool he, name. That's hey, my man, guy. I, went to, I didn't know who he was. I went to see him at the game, and I'm like, am I watching Kevin Durant? This is, like, this wow. is silly. I, I did not know what I was seeing, and I watch basketball. I watch these kids all the time. You know, kid will be ranked in the top five, and I'm like, yeah, he's good. I saw this kid, and I'm like, if your team has a a lottery pick, you trade up, you go get him, you change your franchise. Yo, now if you Google Ace Bailey, you know what comes up, Chris? Cooper Flag. Ace Bailey was a Canadian professional ice hockey player for the Maple Leafs (laughs) from 1926 to 1933. (laughs) Well... 5'10", fellas. 
<laughs> but that's not the guy that Chris is talking about. I doubt it is. But Ace Bailey NBA. Now, if you go yeah. to Instagram for Ace Bailey, Ace Bailey basketball, there's a young man that has 72,000 followers in a McDonald's All American shirt. Um, all right, is he at Rutgers? Why has he got Rutgers on here? Ace. So his dad's best friend is one of the coaches there. He and uh, uh, Ron Harper's son decided to go to Rutgers. So wow. here, I got to tell Rutgers you, Rutgers on the come up. So, Shout out <laughs> Sean DeBarbery. I'm watching, uh, you know, Cam Boozer and Caden Boozer, that's Carlos Boozer's kids game with Carlos Boozer. And I'm like, Ace ain't really going to go to Rutgers, right? And I'm saying all this stuff, and there's a WNBA player next to me. She's like, I went to Rutgers. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So, yeah, for for women's basketball, okay, not men. (laughs) <laughs> I'm sitting there running my mouth because you know I'm like, why? Would well, you and you're a New York you guy, right? 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 Uh, why? First of all, sir, I have friends that went to St. John's and Seton Hall instead of Miami and Duke and UNC. I'm like, what's wrong with you? What is wrong with your brain? Where you? I don't know if you guys ever been to UNC's campus in May or June. I have, but man, if I'm 17 years old, there's no way I'm going to Rackets. I'm going down to Chapel Hill, baby. You um, out of your mind, man. Out my, of your mind. Miles, obviously you get paid to talk about the NBA. Uh NBA TV. You can follow him at Chris Miles TV. But I know you're a football guy. Um I'm gonna switch it real quick. Who do you like this weekend and why? Um well, so here's the thing, man. I'm torn because I never like to count out the Ravens for what they've accomplished and what I've seen over the years. I keep thinking they they're just like the Miami Heat. Where they're a team like, they're not good enough, are they? And then they are, right? They just are. But Patty Mahomes, there's something about watching greatness where I want him to accomplish it all so that we have that conversation and he's in it as far as, you know, who's the best to ever do it. And I'm going to advise you never to go to Baltimore and let them know who you are. (laughs) (laughs) I think Mahomes is already in that conversation. I, like, yeah. But I, see, here's the thing. I don't think he needs this right? one to get there because I think Hold he'll on. get others. We're, here's the thing. He's in that top 10 combo, right? Like, we know the 10. He's in there. But for what Tom Brady was able to accomplish throughout his career, he's chasing ghosts, man. He's got to win, what, six Super Bowls to, like, get get to that Tom Brady, like, combo of, like, oh, is he? did he have a better career? Is he better than Tom? And, like, that's where I'm at. So I'm rooting for him every single time. I don't know what's wrong with Tariq Hill, man. That was supposed to be the the, the like the, the marriage that lasts forever, and he went to, to Miami, and now like they got some issues with that offense in Kansas City as opposed to what they were before. But, mm-hmm. man, um, Pat Mahomes, I don't think I would ever bet against him. I just think he's that special um, from the time I first saw him play football to like meeting him in person once or twice, and I'm like, this dude, he's all of it. Like I don't yeah. know, you know, when you meet a dude and you're like, that's just that guy. He's just yeah. a guy, man. So you know, I'm always rooting for him. B. Mitch yesterday was telling me that Otto Graham doesn't get enough run, and that, <laughs> and that his favorite quarterback ever was Bart Starr. Uh, I'm just, I'm just no, telling you. I wasn't telling him that. <laughs> Wait, does he also love Ace Bailey? No, no. no, no. Mad Dog put up his top, his top ten. He put up people that if you're in your thirties, you like who the hell is that? Uh, he had, he had about four people that I didn't even see play. <laughs> man, um, and that was before television. That's why you didn't see it. All right, so it sounds like you're taking the Chiefs. What do you got, Niners Lions? Man, I just don't believe a team that hasn't been there 
right? Like the Lions can be the team that has kind of like as a franchise, as a group, has that experience. I just 49ers over and over again just because, like, you know it, man. If you've ever been to uh, AFC or NFC championship game, the energy, and B, Mitch, you could tell me if I'm wrong about this, you feel it at the beginning. It's almost like, you know, the, the team that hasn't been there before, it, they look shell-shocked for a few minutes, right? Or they're, they're a little nervous. Yeah. I just feel like that's going to be the case with the Lions. I could be wrong, so I'm just going to watch that first quarter, and that's what I would live bet, by the way. Um, you know, like, I would just see how that first quarter goes and go from there. But I'm, I'm going to say the 49ers. Plus, B. Mitch, you could correct me on this too, right? I saw a lot of stuff around there about, oh, Joe Montana, Brock Purdy. I'm like, if you watch the way Montana operated back in the, the 80s and early 90s, it was like, yo, he wasn't throwing the ball all the way downfield for his comebacks. It was like dump to Roger Craig, slant, yep. Taylor, boom, out to Rice. And I'm like, Brock Purdy, to me, looks – like Joe Montana in those two-minute drills. Not that he's freaking Joe Montana, nah. but I'm like, man, I trust this guy. I just trust what he's going to do in uh, clutch situations, whether you want to call him a game manager or whatever. I just like the way the man I think out. I think game manager is just taking negative. It shouldn't be taking negative with everybody is a game manager. But the thing for Brock, got to remember, Brock is still a young dude too. He seems to get a little – Worry in certain games. I think games. Kyle gets a little tight. I think he Brock might if, get a little tight. I think if they allow Detroit to stay around down the stretch, that pressure jumps on him, and then I don't know what could happen there. Miles, we got a boogie, brother. We appreciate you, and we'll appreciate we'll, you, brother. Man. We'll get you back on um, after the Super Bowl, and, and as we kind of dive into hoops, if you will. All right, y'all. All right, appreciate Later, it. Brother. Thank you, buddy. Good to talk <laughs> to you. That is yes, our. Guy, Chris Miles, you can watch him on NBA TV. Follow him at Chris Miles TV. Brian, we've talked about this before. I think Lewis Riddick is a really smart analyst. Do yeah. you agree? Yeah. Lewis Riddick had something very interesting that might pertain to the commanders. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. Got clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to tunein.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. If your day sounds like... We need the report ASAP. You deserve Modelo. If you've persevered through... You deserve this rich golden lager with a crisp but refreshing taste. Or if you overcame. Two more reps, two more. You deserve this ice cold reward. Modelo, the markable fighter. Drink responsibly, beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Don't go anywhere. Missy makes jams. Yes, she does. All right. Um, Get your a, freak on. A lot of conversation about what the commander should and should not do 
in their search for a new head coach. Um, I think we all tend to agree that Ben Johnson sure seems like he's going to be the guy. Um, There is a school of thought that you have to hire an offensive guy because that's the only way it works for a quarterback. Um, I think the D'Amico Ryan, C.J. Stroud situation kind of disproves that, but it, it's not necessarily the incorrect Yeah, the Tom Brady process. and Bill Belichick thing disproved that. I, I think <laughs> getting the right quarterback is what matters. Yeah. Um, but certainly good coaching can help mediocre to average to kind of good quarterbacks. Coaching helps. Um, but I, I wanted to read this from Lewis Riddick and let you respond. Mm-hmm. Lewis Riddick. Uh, played for the Redskins a long time ago, um, played at Pitt, played for the Raiders, I believe, was in the Redskins front office. Maybe didn't play for the Skins. Maybe it was just in the Skins front office. Yeah. Um, ESPN commenter, commentator, uh, smart guy, football analyst. I like Lewis Riddick. I follow him on Twitter. I think he's sharp. Um, Lewis Riddick talking about not hiring defensive coaches says, It's been an issue for years and something that should not be held against those defensive coaches that do have a plan. The talking point about whether defensive versus offensive coaches making the best head coaching candidates has always been narrow-minded and shallow. He suggests, along with this dude Benjamin Albright, that if you're an NFL defensive coordinator looking to get a head coaching job, you need to go into the interview with a plan, offensive coordinator, and what you'll do if you lose that guy. Mm -hmm. That's smart. Yeah. Riddick continues. It is important that owners doing the hiring get out of the echo chamber that exists that says you can't develop a young quarterback without an offensive-minded head coach. Mm-hmm. It's total BS. Yep. Um, you know who knows how great quarterbacks are? Defensive-minded coaches. <laughs> okay? So if you have a defensive-minded coach and he happens to get an offensive or he picks a quarterback and that quarterback is exceptional, he would know that he got to get somebody of a certain standard or status to make sure they could they take that guy and take him to the next level. Um, I, 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 I think what happens is we have gotten to the point where we break everything, we separate everything. But defensive coaches do watch the offensive stuff and vice versa. At the end of the year, you know what they normally do? Well, like a lot of teams do. They take the offensive coaches and have them view all the defensive stuff and vice versa. So, Lewis is on to something there. Yeah, I think, I just think the notion that you can't hire defense is silly. I would still lean offense. I just, I try to poke holes in what I think is nonsense. And and, and I that, to me, tends to be more nonsense. It is interesting, though. I got a call, I got a text from a buddy of mine last night. Is it a little crazy that nobody seems to want Bill Belichick. <laughs> I don't think it's crazy that nobody, I think it's, it's if you thought you were going to hire a young GM, then you're going to hire Bill Belichick, then I think you're crazy. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. If you're going to hire Bill Belichick, you're going to either have an older established guy or you're going to let Bill Belichick handle it. Because if you have that young guy who's coming in to now, he's going to start his career off, and he's going to run things, he is about to get challenged on at every turn. And I don't think that's what you want to do here. And I think Bill has gone to a situation where Crab, I mean, uh, Blank understands Bill. He knows Bill very well. 
He and knows he was up twenty eight to yeah, three in the Super Bowl. And he 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 understands that I may have to give him that that credit. And they are now talking about how they have to establish a certain level of control and 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 you know, uh, so I feel that is where Bill going end up. I I'm, I I tend to agree, um, especially kind of betting markets would suggest it, but you know those guys don't know everything. I it it's remarkable in Washington that you've got an ownership group with resources, right? Cash, jets, whatever you need. You've got a really desirable situation, and they're not going after Harbaugh, Belichick. I kind of find it refreshing that they're trying. I heard you talking about this earlier, to put the structure in place, Yeah, right? The hierarchy. Yeah. And I I hope and believe it will be effective, frankly. Um, I just think... This situation is relatively unique because you're trying to rebuild everything the right way. Yep. I do find it kind of crazy looking around the league that Belichick, best I can tell, has he interviewed anywhere else? Not that I know of. Let me ask you a question. I don't know. Bill Belichick drafted two young quarterbacks since Tom Brady left. Which one of them you think has moved forward? I mean, the best non-Brady quarterback he drafted was Jimmy G. I'm saying since Brady left, he drafted who? Kid from LSU, and the other little kid was from, but they threw all the touchdowns. Bama. Mac Jones, Bama. I mean, from Bama, I mean, and the kid that threw all the touchdowns and stuff in college. Bailey Zappi. Bailey Zappi. <laughs> which one of them Can has, we just talk about the absurdity of the name Bailey Zappi? Which quick? one has taken a step forward? So a lot of these GMs are looking at him, and they're saying, we're not going to draft a young quarterback and draft him and bring him in. Um, Yeah. Game's about offense. Game's about quarterbacks. I get it. It's just, it's wild considering Belichick's accomplishments. Um, But I don't think he'd be the, like I said, you know, yesterday we were talking about uh, University of Maryland basketball that I've decided that I'm no longer saying that it's a bad crowd because there's plenty of times where I could go and I don't. Uh-huh. Like, I guess I can't say to the rest of the NFL, it's crazy they're not talking to Belichick because I, when we talked about Belichick here, when it kept getting reported and it was nonsense. You were shutting it down. I was like, yo, they don't want him and he wouldn't be the right fit. And you never said that it was good. <laughs> right. So. Practice what you preach, I suppose. One thing I definitely preach, ESPN Bet. ESPN Bet is now live in the DMV as the official sports book of ESPN. ESPN Bet is the only place to find daily exclusives and offers with your favorite ESPN personalities and shows. Sign up today and new users get 100 bucks in bonus bets for making any sports book bet. Find all your favorite markets and bets like in-game wagering, cross-sport parlays, teasers, and all the props you can handle. That's ESPN Bet. Download today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present within the state of Maryland or Virginia to participate. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See the app for details. Foggy, rainy day. It's a good thriller day, I'd say. Remember when Chris Russell couldn't identify thriller? What He, he thought this was beat it. <laughs> All right. Uh, foggy, rainy day. 
helping us break down the weather and the football games this weekend, our friend, Mr. Doug Kammerer, Chief Meteorologist, NBC4. Follow him on X and Instagram, at Doug Kammerer, two M's in Kammerer, Kammerer the Hammerer. Doug, what up, man? Two M's, two E-R's. There you go. What's up, gentlemen? I have a good man. This may be an off-air conversation, but I have a very specific question that I've been wanting to ask you that I just thought of. Okay, is that Armenian? No, that that is not Armenian. That is uh, Armenian is going to be like with with a a VN or Air uh, or or Rian or something like that. That is German, buddy. Oh, all right, German through and through. All right, I had a buddy in high school. Nate Krauthammer, that was Armenian. So that was why I guess. Um, oh, okay, gotcha. Anyway, um, what do we got weather-wise? <laughs> I, can, I can see B-Mitch right now just cracking up back there. <laughs> B's like, what, hey, what goes through he, JP? He's like, what are you doing? Hey, Doug, he always said this is an off-air conversation, but I, then he tells it on air. <laughs> right. <laughs> Correct. Uh, that's good stuff, man. That's good stuff. Um, what do we, dude, what is, today sucks. What do we got coming this weekend? Help us understand. Can we play golf tomorrow? Yeah, I'm, I'm, it's I mean, going to be today, wet as hell. You know, today sucks, but I'll tell you what, I mean, right now we're sitting at 62 degrees here in parts of the area. I mean, northwest of D.C., we're in the 40s, but south and east, uh, you got some areas that are in the mid-60s right now. So it's not that bad, and we're actually not seeing nearly as much rain. I thought we'd get a pretty good uh, half inch to an inch, and now we may get a quarter inch at most. This thing kind of uh, rain-wise is kind of falling apart here. But, um, yeah, we definitely have more rain to go. Tomorrow is the interesting day to see just how warm we could actually get. I, I'm really, I saw you put 70. Yeah, buddy, but I, I'll tell you what, that, that's the thing about it. I'm, I'm at Home Depot right now, and the, and the people at Home Depot are like, what do, you, what do you talk about 70 tomorrow, and what about this, and what happens if this happens? You know, the thing about this is right now, I mean, we've got temperatures in the 40s to the north and 60s to the south. I mean, there's a 20-degree temperature difference around our area. Tomorrow is going to be very similar to that. So we're going to get this warmer air in some areas. In some areas, I think we're going to hit 70 in many locations. But does it make it all the way through the metro area? Um, or are we, you know, cold wedged? And that happens quite often. We get these, uh, these cold, uh, cold wedges that sit in here, and the, the hot air is just not able to move. Uh, move the cold air out because the hot air, as you guys as you guys know, hot air rises. So that hot air literally goes right over top of the wedge of cold air. So that's what I'm looking at right now. So uh, hopefully, I'm still thinking we're gonna get we're gonna get on the warm side tomorrow. I'm, check, I'm checking something right now. One of my favorite things here to to see what the latest is and what I'm looking at. But um, yeah, tomorrow. I mean, it's a it's a tough forecast. And then you talk about the rain. We got a lot of rain coming. As we make our way into the day on uh, Saturday into Sunday, so let's let's do Sunday then, because a lot of people, I mean, everybody's going to be watching football, but a lot of people are probably going to this game in Baltimore Sunday. Uh, yeah, washout. What are we looking at? Yeah, I, I think we're going to see a, a lot of rain Saturday night into Sunday morning. So right now, I'm thinking the game is looking okay. I mean, the field's going to be wet, and uh, with these two teams, I don't think that matters at all. Um, <laughs> You know, it only helps uh, Mahomes and uh, Jackson with their running ability to, to get out there a little bit more. But I, I, I think we're I feel for the most part should be okay. Can't rely on some showers during the game, but I think for the most part the game is going to be on the drier side. I think we'll see some showers, but it's not going to be a washout during the game. Most of the rain is done 
by about nine o'clock on on Sunday morning. Okay, with just some lingering showers during the afternoon. Okay, um, let's let's do the games then. Who do you like? Uh, the first game, three o'clock. Ravens Chiefs. I mean, a true heavyweight fight. Yeah, yeah. I gotta tell you, I mean, the, the uh, I thought the Bills were gonna do really well against the Chiefs, and the Chiefs really surprised me with with their their play and their defense. Um, yeah, that's something that you, you hear about Mahomes and Kelsey all the time, and then you look at the, the Chiefs' defense, and, I mean, they didn't give up any plays for, with, with Josh Allen. They didn't give up any plays over 20 yards. So Crazy. What does that say? Uh, that That's kind of interesting to me. So I, I like the Ravens. I think the Ravens, you know, we talk about teams of destiny every year, and I think the Ravens are that team. I think they're, <laughs> I think they're such a strong team, and they have so much confidence going in. But we all know we can't you, – you just can't discount Mahomes. You just can't discount Kelsey. I mean, how – how does Kelsey in Buffalo, when he scores that first touchdown that he gets, the second touchdown was just his will trying to get into the end zone. The first touchdown, there was nobody within 20 feet of the guy. <laughs> That's crazy. He got the best receiver in the league, and he's wide open. I, I, don't, I don't see how that happens. I think they have so many guys that run the ball and do different things on the Ravens, it'll be a little harder for the Chiefs defense to corral them than it was for them to corral Buffalo. I agree with that. So you're taking- you mean with, with, with guys with guys coming out of the backfield and moving all around, and you're not able to sit down on those receivers? I'm saying like the yeah the the, the Ravens yeah, and then everybody runs it like when Josh Allen starts running the ball, the uh, the regular offense does not work, and I think that plays into yeah. the hand of a defense. When Lamar is running, it, it's their regular offense. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Right? No, totally. Um, so you guys you guys both like uh, Baltimore here. I like Baltimore, I but, but I'm, sc- I'm I'm scared of uh, Mahomes, Mahomes, and 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 Andy. Anytime they get on the football field, dude, until right. they get beat, then I'm I'm like, look, they could be a problem. If it was Ravens yeah. Bills, I'd be putting a mortgage payment on the Ravens. With the Chiefs on the other side, it's like a casual pizza bet. Like it's very different. <laughs> um, I, I are you in kind of the same mindset? Uh, yeah, I, I just I thought for a while I thought the Bills were going to do so much better, especially at home. I, I really thought that was going to be the case. Now you're right; if they were coming into uh, into Baltimore, I, I still think Baltimore is the team to beat this year. I really do. I think they could, they could go all the way. You've got the uh, 49ers on the other side, so I really think it's going to be Ravens 49ers. I love that matchup. I mean, there's a there's a there's a matchup, matchup we haven't seen in, in a while, and the 49ers there. Uh, so that that. That could be a lot. I mean, for for a playoff, for uh, for the AFC finals, for the for the uh, NFC championship. I mean, this is uh, this is exciting football this weekend, where I, I don't think we've seen you know this much excitement around some of these games in a in a while. I agree, dude. I, I really agree. So you got the Niners winning out west, and in the Raven. I mean, Baltimore, San Fran would just be such a good Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. Um, who's so your good. Who's your dog in the uh, in the Commanders head coaching fight? Who do you want? I, I'm, I have no clue. I'm going to defer to you guys on that one. I know you keep saying Ben Johnson. I don't know these guys well enough. Uh, I saw Vic Fangio go up towards uh, Dallas. I, or I'm sorry, towards uh, Philly. I was thinking maybe, you know, we might get a shot at them here. But at the same time, I think for, in order for us to get a defensive coordinator, you got to get that head coach in there first. Uh, but they got to they got to make some moves pretty quick. That's the hardest thing about this time of year is you still got some of the best coaches that are in the playoffs and things like that. So, uh, yeah, I, I'm, I'm deferring to what you guys continue to say. It's going to be fun. I know you're going to have a busy day and a busy weekend. Dude, are, 
I know there's rain and, and warm weather coming. Is snow's not done. Winter winter ain't over yet, right? We still got. I always no, say till St. Patty's Day. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I don't think so. I um, I still think we're going to get some pretty good snows. I think the pattern starts to change again the second week of uh, February. Uh, so I'll be watching out for that. I don't. I we'll don't be in Vegas. Be good luck with all that. <laughs> What's that? B and I will be in Vegas for the Super Bowl, so it can snow as much well, as it wants. And I know, and that's the next chance that I've been looking at was the February seventh through the tenth, and that's 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 definitely Super Bowl weekend. So uh, you know, we could we could get it then while you guys are playing some golf out there before the game. <laughs> no, we're working, uh, Doug. You know. All work. Yeah, the golf Absolutely. the golf is work yeah. as well, man. <laughs> we saw your conference <laughs> that just happened to be at the top of a mountain in Colorado in yeah. ski season. <laughs> Exactly. Yeah, that that conference. I got a lot of work done in that conference uh, <laughs> out there in the in, in Steamboat, Colorado. Doug, thank you for making time I for know. us, dude. Appreciate it. You bet, guys. See All you right, soon. Man. That's Take our care. guy, Doug Cameron. Two M's, two ERs. Give him a follow. We'll be right back. Tori Smith joins us. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively sports. Back clock at four. Doncic. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. After investing billions to light up our network, T-Mobile is America's largest 5G network. Plus, right now, you can switch, keep your phone, and we'll pay it off up to $800. See how you can save on every plan versus Verizon and AT&T at T-Mobile.com slash across America. Up to four lines via virtual prepaid card. Allowed 15 days. Qualifying unlocked device credit service ported 90 plus days with device and eligible carrier and timely redemption required. Card has no cash access and expires in six months. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. 